This episode was brought to you is, by... will be. Will be. Brought to Right, you. in the future. This is the pre-roll. Yeah. It's currently brought to you by... Oh, yeah. Ah. Mm-hmm. Terrible, terrible origami. I'm sorry, do you want to do it? Well, it's it's terrible origami and and dot com. Dot com. And we've been asked by corporate to read <laughs> uh, an actual description. The of man one, came down on us of one of the items. Uh, you guys are all familiar with the million dollar frog, of which course. is available on Etsy. Um, also available is terrible DVD mailer French pipe. Ooh, themes. Yes, oh. uh, it's a handmade item. It's scented as paper. Uh, it ships worldwide, uh, and the item details are "Cessnes pas un pipe," terribly made, uh, and it goes for one hundred dollars. That's a bargain. Wow. Bargain. I would pay at least one hundred and five dollars for that. I would probably pay that amount as well. I'll pay one hundred six. It's oh. mine. So, oh! Terrible origami. Put in the OMG and origami. How many million dollar frog? Grab fist. And that thing that she just talked about. Toad's Recall. Welcome to Toad's Recall, <laughs> the podcast where we talk about a movie we don't remember very well. Then eat pizza and watch the movie, Ugh. and finally talk about the movie again. <laughs> finally is right for some of our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> In the final installment of this podcast. What? what? JK. Are you breaking up with us? Oh my gosh. This is, is how it starts. I felt like the pizza bit might have finally met Someday it will destroy me. <laughs> my name is Dan. I'm Molly. I'm also Dan. And I'm Beth. And our movie this week is Con Air. Yeah, yeah. In a sort of special episode. Indeed. Uh, half of us have seen this movie, and the other half have not. To their shame. To right their now, great shame. <laughs> quickly before we reveal that, tweet at us at <laughs> Toad's Recall Pod. Uh, hashtag Who Not Seen Dat Con Air. <laughs> uh, with the two people who have it. Right. Uh, ready for the reveal? I have seen this movie. Uh, as have I, Molly Chase. I have not. And I also have not. Which is, I feel like me not seeing this movie is like, uh, oh boy, I don't know. It's like a great pastry chef having never gone to France. Yes. Yeah. Or like or a great... eating a brownie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of, never eating a brownie in France. Yeah. Yeah. Because listeners of this podcast know, uh, Dan, you are a big Nick Cage fan. Very big. Yeah. Uh, one of your top actors? I would say America, one of America's top actors. I would agree. Of all time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. My, uh, my dirty secret with this podcast is that as much as I love Nicolas Cage, I love Nicolas Cage, the man, uh, but I am not actually that familiar with like a good portion of his body of work. His like I'm aware of them. Room. Yeah. I'm aware of most of them, but I have not actually seen uh, quite a lot of them. Mm. Wow. I feel like Con Air is, like, the one, though, that if you were to have seen a Nick Cage movie, yeah. it would be the one. Well, but then you right? remember that Face Off exists. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Face Off well, being... Okay, so you're a big Nick Cage fan. You've seen Face Off. 
I've seen other <laughs> Nick Cage movies. I'm just saying, like, if we're but, talking... Like, Weatherman? Is that what we're I think so. Yeah, I think that's what I'm... He's made, like, a thousand He's made movies. so many movies, you guys. He is a national treasure. Oh! oh I get it. <laughs> search for Curly's Independence uh, Declaration. I think this right. was, like... I feel like this movie and... I feel... I don't remember. I think this movie came out after Face Off. I think. Uh, but... This was like, if that's true, it came out then into a point. It came out during an era where I was like just interested enough in not watching dumb movies all the time. Is it because of your parents' divorce? No. Jesus, Molly. (laughs) They. That was. Well, wait. Our parents' divorce is like the pizza. Yeah. This Um, is our pizza. Yeah. And we love pizza, and you're ruining pizza. I don't know. I don't even know what I was saying. <laughs> My point is, I think I was too busy just like being a dummy when Connor came out to really care enough to watch it. You were in between it. being young enough to think this was a good movie. Yeah. And, but not old enough to appreciate just it for what it was. Right. Like, I wouldn't have gone out of my way to see it when it came out because I would have just been like, oh, it's just a dumb movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, now... From what little I know about it, like the imagery I've seen of it, I'm like, this movie looks amazing, and yeah. I should have seen this years ago. Yeah, I think we should uh, have Beth. I think you mm-hmm. should start. If you haven't seen this movie and are not as big a Cage fan, so probably know the least about this movie. <laughs> oh, for sure. I'd lo- I'd love to hear what you think this movie is about. Okay, here's what I think the movie is yeah. about. I think that Nick Cage mm-hmm. is a con man. Okay, and is in oh, prison. <laughs> she nail it? Is she nailing it? We'll find out. Okay. Uh, I think that he is a prisoner that is being transferred across a large mass of land or water, <laughs> <laughs> thus needing to be in the air sure. in a plane. Yes. Yep. So you think the con in con air stands for con man? Or convict. Okay. Um, but you think they're doubling up on the con pun? With what's the double pun? That he's a con man and a convict? Because you can be convicted for being a con man, but you can also be convicted for... Oh, I, I don't know if he's a con man. Okay. Con man doesn't stand for a convict man, by the way. <laughs> what does it stand for? I don't know. <laughs> it, uh, might, it might not be... No, no, tweet at us. Oh, yeah. Hashtag, what that con. Yep. What that con. And uh, uh, alternatively, send a picture of James Con with the same hashtag spelled differently. Ooh, yeah, or it. a picture of... Uh, Khan, the villain from Star Trek yes, II, the Rabbit. Any Khan. <laughs> any Khan. But like, use the appropriate hashtag spelling, please. King Khan? King Khan. Kin Khan? King Khan. King Khan? King Khan. It's Kong. Well. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> okay. So, Beth, what else do you think happened? Um, something goes awry on the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, Nick Cage has to take charge Ooh. of a group of people mm. in order to either cause or solve a problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want you to do a trailer for this movie. Now. Uh, it's pretty close. You're pretty close. In oh, is Nick Cage? He's 
murdered his son or something. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa. He has been charged with murdering his son. Classic or... con man. Remember in the Music Man when he came into town and then murdered all those children? I wonder if you're conflating this in Face Off, which has oh, a, maybe. a dead Nick Cage son. Oh. Dead John Travolta's son? Dead John Travolta's dead son. Dead John Travolta's son. That's definitely what I'm thinking. Like, but it gets confusing because right. they take their their own faces Nick off. Nick Cage... Yes, <laughs> killed John Travolta's son, but then Nick Cage played I'm John Travolta. I'm totally thinking of Face Off. For most of the movies. So we also kind of have not seen. killed his own son. You've never okay. seen Face Off? No. Are you no. kidding me? I'm not a Nick Cage fan. Clearly. Oh. Yeah. You're I mean, not even a fan of movies. I don't know if you can <laughs> level... How dare you? I don't think you can level a you haven't seen Face Off when you haven't seen Con Air. Okay, fair enough. Well, oh, good... Although, no, actually, I, I, now I'm immediately going back on that, fair enough, because Face Off to me is like the Z, Face Off to me is one of the, like, peaks of 90s insanity. Like, Face Off to me and Point Break are like these two zenith points in 90s action movies where everybody was just like, let's just hit all of these things as hard as we can. And they're amazing, because they make no sense. Well, we'll see how much sense Con Air makes to you. Well, if they had appeared on the AFI list of top 100 films... That's true. Beth would have seen them. That is true. And so, <laughs> Beth, can you name any other actors besides Nick Cage that you think are in this? Ooh, the airplane? Yeah. <laughs> but who's playing the airplane? Yeah. Uh, JJ the jet plane. JJ the jet plane. Okay. The cartoon. Uh, I think there is... I'm going to go out on a limb here, because I am also very not knowledgeable of who's in this. But I feel fairly confident that Malkovich is in this movie. Oh. Yeah. He is. Oh, okay. There's another thing that I thought of. That could have been a bet, but then you just (laughs) threw it out there. Solved it. You won that bet. Uh... Nick Cage has flowing locks. Yes. And I know that from... The GIF. From... Gifts. I also know that about this. Movie. I say GIF too. Can we it's, solve this? It's GIF we because can't. it's no. it stands for graphic something something. Thank you. <laughs> we can't have this argument. So it's graphic. Yeah, graphic it, interface. It's also form. GIF because it's also accepted in languages fluid and who cares? Yay! Oh. Yay! Tweet at us. Hashtag who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. Anything else to add, Beth, about this movie? Flowing um, locks. God, that's a good mm-hmm. Excellent. graphic interchange. I feel like me. at some point there's almost a crash landing because someone's not in charge of the airplane. Mm-hmm. Uh, they land the plane. It turns out that Nicolas Cage is not, like, he saves the day somehow and is, like, not in trouble anymore or something. Mm-hmm. You think he gets pardoned? Yeah, I think Or gets, something? I think it's, like, he... Uh, my guess is how movies work. That <laughs> These are a lot of how movies work guesses. Yeah, is that he is, <laughs> he's a convict. He's being charged, or was charged with something. Uh-huh. And then through this con air extravaganza, uh-huh. <laughs> solves whatever the actual crime was. Ooh. And then like catches the actual bad guy. Oh, like and then he's like redeemed. Oh. Okay, good. from how you're responding, that is not how this movie goes. <laughs> it sounds like a really good movie. Yeah. Right? I'd watch it. <laughs> it sounds as good. I think they're equal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Dan? Is, I feel like maybe I got this from just a conversation with you, Dan, but is it, I have this weird sentence in my head that Nicolas Cage's hands are lethal weapons. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's one of my favorite parts of this movie. And I could be wrong. Uh, but no, you're, you're not wrong. Am I not wrong? No, his, because he's a, a Marine, his hands 
are essentially lethal weapons. Wow. So the yeah, and and his accent I can't hold back. His accent is amazing and it goes away. Yeah, oh, he is so a, a southern accent. Alabaman? Texan. Texan. Is my guess. Ooh, let's all take bets on where we think his character is from. I think Alabama. I'm gonna go Texas. I mean that's where he's supposed to be from. I'm not saying that's where his <laughs> <laughs> accent. Uh, yeah, so he gets in a fight. Uh, he comes back from military service. Mm-hmm. Immediately, he's a hero. He's oh. a hero. Immediately gets Ugh. into a bar brawl because someone is like uh, hitting dis- on his girl or something. He's disrespectful and deserves it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they fight outside in the rain. Nice. Oh. Very hot. <laughs> <laughs> but then he kills the dude because his hands are lethal weapons. He just landed one punch, you guys. But he's so good. Like yeah. he's just so, so dangerous. Good. So good. Oh, so he doesn't like know someone own... is in jail for something. Yes, that's okay. true. <laughs> There's a lot of people in jail. Really a whole plane full. Oh. So the judge is like, gavel, 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 your hands are lethal weapons, mm-hmm. you go to jail. Yeah. And then it starts. Oh. Oh. That's yeah, that's just weird. like... Is I'm that guessing... when the credits... That's, that, that's when the credits start? Oh, oh. After the sentencing? I, I like that. I, 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 I think that's cool. I... I don't think they were doing that kind of good cold open during this time frame. Maybe they wanted oh, to which jazz, is jazz it up a little bit. Like the 80s? 90s. Oh, 90s, yeah. Late 80s. <laughs> <laughs> you hold on to that, huh? 96 is my guess. Ooh, that's pretty good. I'm going to go 94 just to have a guess. I'm going to say 98 to be mm, wow. contrarian. Great. My guess is 1989. 89. <laughs> really? Yeah. Bold. Cool. I, like I mean, it. based off of the Taylor Swift album. Yeah. That's oh. what the Taylor Swift album is about. Yeah. It's about, it's about Con, Con Air? Air? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What? Whoa. You're kidding, right? You're kidding. No. no this what? Is real. <laughs> this is for sure a real thing. Yeah. Okay. Tweet at us. <laughs> the Brian Adams cover album uh-huh. is about Face Off. Oh, oh okay. of course. I get it. Uh-huh. Um, I'm guessing this isn't true, but I really want the premise of this movie to be that the plane is the prison. And that they're like they're all so dangerous they have oh. to be kept in the air as much as possible. Oh, that, that would be great. So fun. It's like Snowpiercer. But... Yeah, but in the Ooh, or no, like that other one, the, the the Space Jail one that was like. Oh. Remember one time I came out a couple years ago? Space Jail. With one of the guys, Guy the Pierce. Reckoning. Guy Pierce had to like escape out of Space Jail. No, it didn't do well. Is it The Rock? It was like The Rock in Space. No, it wasn't The Rock in Space. The Rock, the rock they had to break another... back into the Rock. Oh, you're right. The Rock might be like. The third best of Face Off, Con Air, The Rock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like in the same chunk. Like, yeah. like Cage made all these movies in the mid-90s. Oh, it was amazing. That are just like action time. Yeah. Yeah. Before sadness time. Yeah. Leaving I feel like space. he like vacillates. Like, I feel like that's like the Cage wave. Is like he goes into like crazy manic action mode. And then he dips down for a couple movies into just like, I am a sad... Either alcoholic or divorcee or like parent who lost a child or whatever. Like I feel like he—that's how his career goes. It's yeah. like they either he either takes the like yes I'll be very sad for several hours or yes I will be a hyperactive crazy man then, shooting things. Then there's just the occasional blip of like holy shit this guy's a legit He's great amazing. actor. Yeah. Yep. Like you look at adaptation or Moonstruck, yeah, think? He he's good in that. It's like, like oh great, you should be like nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then in the next movie, he's just like wide eyed and screaming. Yeah, with a helmet full of bees. What? <laughs> <laughs> there was one movie that I heard he took because it there was 
a part in the movie where he gets some like a knife in yep. his eye, yep. and that's the reason why he took the movie. Yes. There was a, yeah, there was a point. There was a point in the not nine. Like after this, this is during Pete Cage. Connor is during Pete Cage, and then there was Bankruptcy Cage. Yeah, where he literally would do any movie, but he still, you know, like Beth has pointed out, like he still like had integrity. So like he still had reasons to take parts. And yeah, with I think it was Drive Angry 3D. Where he was like, they came up with these, they like, he's like, they figured out an effect where I could have, I think it was, it was either a hole in his head (laughs) or yeah, like something stabbed into his eyeball. And he's like, I've just never, I've never gotten to do that before. So I thought that sounds really cool. And like, that's why he agreed to do the movie. That's great. You guys would not believe how often Dan Linden uh, shifts into uh, that voice. Yeah, that's true. That's great. It brings everyone joy. I was like, that was half-assed, guys. I'm very tired. Sorry. I apologize. Do you guys remember anything else about this movie? Well, no. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Flowing Locks. Yeah. Prison Plane. Yeah. Okay. John Malkovich. Yeah. Okay. I want to add uh, Steve Buscemi. Whoa! Yes! There's an all-star cash cast of mm-hmm. convicts. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is very exciting to me. Uh, yeah. Danny Trejo. Yes! As a serial rapist. Okay. Oh, no. I'm pretty. Boo. I'm pretty worried about that character. Because <laughs> I don't feel like... This is going to be like... I don't feel like this is... the. the this movie is not serious enough it's not to good. have a serial rapist in it. Right. Yeah. You're saying his. You're saying his. Uh, the premise of his character is not going to be dealt with with the sophistication it requires. And if I remember right, he plays the part well. Sure. Oh, mm-hmm. Yikes! But this is not a movie where you want that part played at all. Right. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, there is a stuffed animal of some kind that belongs to his daughter. Oh shit! Nick yes. Cage's daughter. Yes. Oh god. Yes. yes. Okay. Is his daughter murdered. No. Is no. the teddy bear full of cocaine? <laughs> no. Diamonds? No. Gold cougar. Adorableness. Okay. I think it's just like a just thing just... so he can hold oh. on to his humanity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. While he's on the inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like when his hands are like prepared to kill, he just grabs that teddy bear to like keep them pacified. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, sure. No? Oh, I don't want to give it away for oh, you. Oh, okay. I, I don't want you to feel bad no. about being wrong already. Well, I, I'm fine with being wrong. Uh, I've never John, seen this movie. Literally just making up things yeah. about this movie. John Cusack is in this movie. What? Yes. As a FBI? I'm going with uh, FBI. Yeah, he's FBI. Uh, and I don't want to give things away, but I just want to say there's going to be a moment with a vintage car mm-hmm. that's going to take your breath away, and a moment with the Hard Rock Cafe <laughs> Casino what? that is spectacular. Okay. I have I seen this movie many times. <laughs> is this going to be like Tokyo Drift, where you just keep watching it because of the car scenes, <laughs> and then the rest of it is boring as hell? Oh, entirely possible. Oh, boy. What What do you think happens with the vintage car? I think it crashes. Okay. I think the vintage car is on Con Air uh-huh. and then is dropped into the Hard Rock <laughs> or Hard Rock <laughs> Casino from Con Air, like through a glass ceiling. Yeah, yeah. Whoa! And like lands on a blackjack table. Yeah, and that then someone's awesome. like, "I won five black." Or <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. Uh, that sounds really fun. I feel like I remember more just who's in this rather than things that happen. Because I also think Dave Chappelle is in this movie. What? Oh, As, like, yeah. a very minor, like, yeah. no one knows who he is. Yeah. I think he gets killed and thrown out of the plane with a message written on his chest. Oof. Which then gets found by John Cusack. Wow! That's how Condair is con- communicating with... Just throwing people's bodies out of the... I think just one time. Oh. oh. 
like he writes on it in Sharpie, because Cage has to walk this line mm-hmm. uh, similar to the way he does in Face Off, where he has to pretend he's like in with all the criminals, right. yeah. Uh, but also like he's got a, a hero's heart, yeah, yeah. And so he wants to do good, mm-hmm. but he can't look like he's doing good, or yeah. else all the convicts will beat him up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, I think I think you guys can count on the stakes being raised a few times. Okay, Dan's bet then. If this is the case, if it is similar to Face Off in that way, there is a close-up shot at one point of Face acting the shit out of himself to show how conflicted he is internally. <laughs> yes. Uh, I hope so as well. I want to double down on that. And there's going to be at least two of those. <laughs> just because I want that to be true. Yes. I don't we know if do. it's going to live up to the face-off one, though. That's yeah. maybe the greatest conflicted face-off. Oh, my God. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Face-off's great as well. Yeah. I think there's a scene in this movie where uh, the plane is on the ground, but like, they have to, like, get it restarted so they can take off again. Refuel. They have to refuel. So it gets it's back on the ground after being a problem in the air, yeah. but then it becomes a problem in the air again. You guys, convicts, so. just because they're in prison doesn't mean they can't fly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's actually... Think about it. Yeah. So one of them has to know how to fly a plane. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. I think so. Or... Or do they just, like, tell the pilot Or maybe to... they've got the pilot at gunpoint. I think they have the... Dan's bet, pilot is at gunpoint. Okay. Still flying. Not convict flyer. Okay. Okay. Molly's bet, to keep things spicy, convict flyer. Yeah. Um, and they have to, like, drag the plane somewhere, and it's just, like, a lot of shirtless dudes... Glistening. Oh, yeah. Wait, what? Pulling There's a, a lot of that. Ropes. Is that when his hair is blowing in the wind? No. When his hair is flowing is after something blows up. Oh. But I don't remember what blows up. Everything. <laughs> everything blows up. There's a lot of blowing up. Okay, okay, good. Cool. There is a very disturbing empty swimming pool scene. Oh. Yep. Um, I don't remember that. Yep. Oh, that's... It's a little hard. It gets a little hard in a couple spots, you guys. Okay. It's not the... A fun-filled romp that it's uh, not a family-friendly movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What else? Uh, I don't remember how this resolves. I'm sure it like Conair lands the plane and John Cusack arrests everybody. It's fine. Uh, but what blows up then? The plane? No. <laughs> oh, where they land the plane in like the middle of nowhere to refuel mm-hmm. and <clears throat> drag it around. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what Cage is telling Cusack with Dave Chappelle's body. So he meets him there, and they have a gunfight. That's where I think the explosion is. Okay. Okay. Ooh, Dan's bet. Uh, At the end of this movie, uh, John Cusack and Nicolas Cage's character share some meaningful look between convict and authority figure. Yeah. I bet so. I bet they shake hands. Mm. I'm going to go as far as say they either have or reference buying each other a drink. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Molly does not I think, don't. So. I don't here's, think so. Yeah, I'm, I'm conflicted about that because, like, my two scenarios I picture in my head is either Nicolas Cage being arrested again but having a significant glance with John Cusack as he's being put into the car as if to say, like, I'm going to get you out, bro, or whatever. Oh, yeah. Or he's completely pardoned, like Beth was saying might happen, and there is an actual walk away from the camera, pat on the back situation happening. You guys, maybe he's being freed from prison after serving a sentence. What? Maybe he is. Oh, is that why he's I on the plane? I think so, but maybe that's wrong. Or, like, he's really close. Like, he's 
really close to the end of his term. Oh. So it's like he lands, the plane is supposed to land somewhere, and then he's like done with his That's what I, I remember something like that. And that's why he has to walk that line. Yeah. Because he's like, I have to stay not a crimer. Yeah. For the rest of his flight. (laughs) Crimer, yeah. So that I can. That's that. They call each other crimers. (laughs) (laughs) The script, I think the original script was called Crimer Plane. Crimer Plane, (laughs) Yeah. Crimer River. Uh, uh, I that hurt me too. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna guess that it 100% does not pass the Bechtel Wallace test. <laughs> I maybe he has okay. He has a daughter. He has a daughter. And maybe a wife. He does. There, but they don't talk to each there other. There is at least a lady guard. <laughs> okay. Because there's a creepy scene with Danny Trejo. Oh, oh, that's such a creepy great. scene. Yikes. Uh, but she's probably the only female in the plane. Okay. And she's not going to talk to the daughter, and it's probably also... Well, she might be named. I'm going to say no as well. I'm going to give it a 2% chance. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty... pretty it's brave. There's also a girlfriend. I don't think they're married. Oh. What? I think his child is out of wedlock. Yes. <gasps> what? I know. It's well. only because he had to go defend his country in a hurry. You guys, he's a hero. He's a hero from the South. Yeah. Like Molly Chase. Whose <laughs> oh. hands are lethal weapons. Yeah. They are. I don't know. Actually, though, I will say the other day I was having this experience where everything I touched crumbled into my hands. Oh. And I thought maybe I did get these superhuman powers. Yeah. yeah. Like soap dishes would break and door handles. It was like four things in a row. Oh, wow. Jeez. Yeah. I don't know if I underestimated my incredibly strong grip or if everything was just falling apart. Did you get bitten by any sort of radioactive, uh, radioactive or engineered bug? <laughs> Wait a minute. <gasps> uh, I'll be right back, you guys. <laughs> Gotta go check something. Speaking of being strong, oh. Cage is ripped in this movie. Yeah? yeah, yeah. His muscles are all over the place. <laughs> it's pretty. But when you say all over the place, you mean like in all the places you'd expect there to be muscles? Yeah, yeah. And then some, maybe some bonus ones. There's standard placement of muscles, <laughs> but there's a lot of them. Okay, good. Yeah, especially in the flowing hair explosion scene. Yeah, nice. yeah. I think he's wearing a tank top in that. Yeah, yep. from what right. I know from the animated image. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Uh, so I guess I am extremely curious then whether you think you're going to like this more or less than Face Off. Oh, no. Oh, great oh. question. No way. Okay. Well, <laughs> what that. if you do? Then I will be delighted. Okay. Because do you think, are you open to the possibility? Certainly. Okay. I just, I'm, Face Off is such a magical, like, combination of factors that I just don't know, I don't know how. As many delightful actors as it sounds like are on this plane, I do not know if it will top the majesty of Face Off. That might be fair. Uh, Face Off has also the insanity of John Travolta. Yeah, and John Woo. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Conair's got a lot of other crazy people. John Malkovich. Yeah. Steve Buscemi. Mm-hmm. John Cusack is pretty crazy in his own way. He is so adorable in this movie. Cusack? He's always adorable, but he is not well respected by his peers, and he really has to go out on a limb on this case. Oh, the the character. Oh, <laughs> well, the character is, I mean, Cusack, he's always going to be cute to me, because no, no, no. I grew up. I'm talking about the respect part. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were Wait. talking about John Cusack, the man. He's not respected by his oh, peers? Oh, no. He's, I think he is greatly respected. No, I mean in the I movie. Don't know if he his is. character. Well, I don't want to burn <gasps> Cusack bridges. Face? I think he's fine. Yes. He's, he's fine? 
Don't you think Hush you- your mouth. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I feel like there's a sense that he's like, I don't know. I don't have a strong feeling about John Cusack. I think he's great when he's great. And I think some of his <laughs> movies are terrible. Oh, he's so mad. You don't agree that some of his movies are terrible? Hush your face. You really... Come Hush on. your face. He played Lloyd Dobler. Okay? Yeah, is I that know. from Say Anything? Oh, okay. I'm not saying he's not good. Boombox Is it Better Off Dead? Is that in the 80s? Yeah. Okay, yes. that's why I don't know about Ugh, it. Ugh, this is killing me. <laughs> anyway, fine. Whatever. I guess he's not well respected by this group. What? No! <laughs> I see. We'll see how his peers... No. no. He's much better than I us. Yeah. Well, now I feel Speak better. for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I can hold a boombox over my head. He's done other things, Beth. Yeah. I <laughs> literally cannot name another. He's an assassin? Yeah, he smashed a TV on a Dan Aykroyd's head, and it was great. Yeah. Oh, okay. Popcorn. I Popcorn. take it back. I take it back. That's a great movie. That is great. John Cusack is better than me. High <laughs> fidelity? Yep. All right. Oh, okay. I take it back. He's great. Thank you. But sometimes he's terrible. Sometimes his Shut movies are his movies. Sometimes his movies are terrible. And still he shines. Sure. All right. What about you, Beth? Have you seen? You haven't seen Face Off either. <laughs> no. I. I. My guess is that I'll like it better than Face Off, which I've never seen. <laughs> How many uh, airplane prisons <laughs> do you think you'll give it? Um, Can we call them crimer planes? Crimer planes. <laughs> Oh, should I go out on a limb here? Yes. yes. I'm going to say four. Go out crimer- on a wing. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to say four crimer planes. Nice. I'm going to really enjoy it. It's going to be great. Uh, I'll probably laugh and cry. And um, at one point, I'll give all of you a high five. Oh. That's best. Best. Yeah. I mean, that's only if it's four crimer planes. Okay. We will see. Okay. Oh, I'll give it. Uh, three Kramer planes. Oh, see, I was gonna go three as well, but I felt like that was like, yeah. But I have You're seen like, oh, face I'm in the middle. Off. Okay, that's true. Right? You have a comparison. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't sound like you're open to liking this movie more than Face Off. Just I really like Face Off, you guys. <laughs> well, it sounds like we're going reverse around the horn. Which yeah. Our listeners will be upset, wow. but it's what we've started, so Molly. This is a unique episode, remember? This is sure. Changing um, it up. No, I, so speaking of changing it up, my instinct is it'll be four crimer planes, but I'm worried I'm going to be disappointed, and I want to hedge against that disappointment. Smart. So I'm going to give it three um, for fear that I remember all the good parts, and that's all there are. But probably it'll get at least four for that one car scene. So we'll see. I don't even remember that car scene. Oh, how could you forget? And then John Cusack has a great line and it's delivered so beautifully. Come on, guys. We haven't seen it. Oh, <laughs> I don't remember that. I just remember who's so in stubborn. it. And, and sweaty men pulling the plate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this, this does sound like a pretty great movie. Uh, I am also going to give it four crime planes. Uh, I think it's going to be as ridiculous as I want it to be. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be some parts that I'll enjoy that I don't remember, like this car that I'm hearing so much about. <laughs> uh, yeah, four crime planes. I'm excited. <laughs> thrilled. I am. I'm just worried Dan's going to be poo-pooing it the whole time. Why would I poo-poo it? It's Cage. Uh, he's going to love it. Okay. Look at, he's going to love it. Why would I poo-poo a Cage film? I don't know. Because even it's if not a, face-off. Even if a Cage film is terrible, it's a masterpiece. That's the beauty of Cage. That is the beauty of Cage. He could do no wrong. Even when he's doing very, very wrong. Very wrong. Exactly. <laughs> uh. 
I have to write an essay about this. I have like a whole, I could write a thesis on the I, majesty of Cage. I think it's your turn for the newsletter. Oh, so my opportunity. Oh. Totsregal.com. Scroll down, look to the bottom right. If you're smart enough, yep. you can sign up for it. Yep, it's fun. <laughs> it, it's good. <laughs> that was not exciting. No, something. I really love our newsletter, and I feel like uh, it's just so good. And and I think we have 21 subscribers. Uh, 31 subscribers. Oh. Oh. And we have way more subscribers who, who listen to the podcast. Maybe they can't read. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That's why I love movies so much. Oh, that makes sense. I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to offend anybody. Shout out to our illiterate listeners. (laughs) And with that, we're going to hit pause. Uh, Go watch Con Air, and we'll be right back. Um, 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 and we're back. We've just watched Con Air, 155 minutes that was basically 130 minutes of explosions and southern accents and some things we're still trying to sort out. Guitar. <laughs> Don't forget oh, about the guitar. So oh, much so guitar. Three guitar riffs, soft oh. rock. I was saying so that good. I wanted, I meant to bring that up in the first half and then didn't, and now I regret it because that would have been a great bet. It was just a lot of like. Guitar riffs. Guitar riffs. I think you did well enough. I think she. Oh, jeez, uh, so good. Um, it was kind of exhausting. Yeah, she kept <laughs> congratulating herself. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of self high fives. Like, we get it, Beth. You're <laughs> we so good. We never got any high fives. I guess we'll talk about <laughs> Ooh, that. That's when right. The comes out. <laughs> but there were that's no right. Um, I did jump for joy at <laughs> a certain point, thing. but that was at the end of the it's movie. Not the same so thing we'll as high fiving us. Yeah. Well, I high fived you with my eyes. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, fair. This movie came out in 1997, which no one guessed. Uh, I think everyone guessed in what? their own way. I guessed 89. Was that 97? Yes, yeah. different. Uh, I mean, 89 was the 97 of the 80s. Dan and I were both one year away. Damn it. Okay. So uh, we all won. But pretty close. Pretty close. Um,. God, great movie. <laughs> was it? Was it great? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Beth, you thought this would have Nick Cage as a con man. He is not a con man. Unless con man is a convict man. I, yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> he is, He was transferred via plane. Yes. Yep. Something did go wrong on the plane. <laughs> he did not murder his son. <laughs> And the plane you said would be J.J. Jet Plane, it was called the Jailbird. So that's mm-hmm. like yeah, that's a J. Yeah. That's pretty good for a shot in the dark on plane yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, kind of, really once nice. I saw the name, I was like, ah, oh, we should have all bet what the plane would have been called. I didn't even <laughs> consider the plane would be named. Aren't all planes named? Uh, <laughs> now that I say that, that's no. so wrong. <laughs> I think they are. They all have numbers, Well, I think, yeah, I think they have, like, like, call signs. Like, cool. Right? It's not nickname. like a boat. Well, it's not like yeah. true love. Yeah, it's not like a boat. From Dawson's Creek. Why are boats named? Is that the only... Patriarchy. That's why boats are named? <laughs> I'm assuming. <laughs> you just, that's fair. No, that's a fair assumption. Yeah, I mean, it's a fair assumption. Yeah. But uh, play that out a little bit. Why? Yeah, let's spool that <laughs> what out. What factor does the patriarchy have in boats being the only mode of transportation that gets a unique name? Well, also, boats are almost always referred to as she's. Right. Yeah. Our and so not? the domineering Ooh. male wants to name the lady boat because right. he owns. I the, uh-huh. I agree that we name boats because of the patriarchy, but why why don't we name planes and cars and because trains and buses? 
Because the speed with which planes fly, if traffic control had to be, like, slow, betty, boondocks, you need to uh, pull back on your rudder. It's a good point. Mm. Or whatever. I don't think that's quite the terminology, but it's a very good point. Uh, It is 99% accurate. (laughs) I didn't say it wasn't mostly accurate. Did I not know that it's called buzzing the tower? You did. Uh, You did. You did know that. There was a moment in the film (laughs) where Conair... I uh, was flying very close to a tower in which John Cusack was, and Molly audibly said, he's going to get buzzed. And then once the plane went over the tower, she said, that's called buzzing the tower. With the pride the pride of a child that had just successfully solved their first math quiz, or create, successfully built their first Lego toy. To you were very proud. You were very proud. You were very proud. Did you, and I thought when that happened, I was like, oh, Top Gun. Yeah, I thought is Top that, Gun throughout this whole movie. That is where I learned what buzzing the tower oh, was. Oh, no, I, I, I you knew. You I knew before that? Okay. Do they buzz the tower a lot in Top Gun? They do it they once do. and it's a big deal. It's oh. a big deal, but if you think about all the parallels between this movie and Top Gun, there's a bunch of sweaty guys. Okay. Uh, in Top Gun, it's volleyball, but in this, they're digging out a plane. Right. Um, there is a lot of screeching, wailing... Uh, guitar solos during action scenes, sure, yeah. uh, and then soft rock during love scenes. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelly McGillis is also blonde, and <laughs> okay. there's a plane in both movies. Sure, and a lot of like male, close male friendship. Mm. Were people friends in this movie? I guess I, there. Okay, at the beginning Ooh. there was that one officer or what I don't even know who he was but he's like undercover with the other oh convicts. yeah the DEA yeah yes um and there was a moment where his buddy is like giving him a his gun is taken away from him because there's supposed to be no uh firearms on the plane mm-hmm. and then his gun is given back to him but I felt like they were there was like excessive. The pat down was pat very down. affectionate. It, it, yeah, it was, like, it was an it intimate. Was like, yeah, it was like an affectionate pat down. Yeah. And I felt like maybe they were in love. And then he was really bummed out when he found out that he they died. Well, he was, but he was also the mayor of Boston. He was. He was the mayor. Oh, no, I was <laughs> what? Uh, they referred to. We're jumping all over the place. Yeah, here. Okay. Chief right. O'Brien from oh. TNG. Paul Meany. And DS Nine. And a lot of movies. He's a good actor. Yeah. Is in this movie as a just rage-filled DEA agent. Oh my god! Who is like every line is just yelling. <laughs> he was amazing. Yelling at Cusack all the time. Like he should have always been like chewing on a steak while he was yeah. doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah. just exuded this like intense man energy of yeah. being always right, always yelling all the time, right. and like I'm gonna kill everybody all the time. Yeah, he is like. Uh... He's like if one of the Three Stooges, like if the Three Stooges, right, like in like their later years were caught in like some horrible traumatic event where the other two were graphically and horrifically killed <laughs> and the third Stooge survived and now years later is still just like, is so damaged from that one event, but is still this like cartoonishly aggressive human being. He was an amazing character and I want to talk about his scene with John Cusack where they kind of just recapped everything, but also, like, <laughs> laid hard into the themes of the commentary and society. Oh, that my God. In this oh, it's movie. amazing. It was unreal. Yeah. This movie, I, I don't know where we should start. Let's start at the top. 
Oh, God, I want to talk about so, so much. So much happens before even you get to the title, oh. which Beth, Beth calls. nailed that. Now, yeah. come on. So I just high-fived myself that because I totally There are three it. willing yes. palms around the table to take that high-five. <laughs> <laughs> Only three, though. Each of you have one palm that's willing. The other one is not. I don't left high-five. Oh, why not? That's your right hand. Yeah. Were you just trying I, to trick him? Yeah. I oh. don't left high five. I know. I tried Why? to trick you into is a left some, high five. But you didn't. Is there something wrong with your hand? No, I'm just <laughs> backing up that there's only three palms. Yeah. <laughs> My hands are fine. My hand uh, is fake. Oh. Try to, try to prove it, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> try to prove it. You can't. Point is... I got. I've never seen this movie, and I knew exactly when the titles happened. That was yeah. incredible. Title happened right after the sentencing of "Your hands are lethal weapons." I don't think he specifically said hands. You are. A, you are. You are, are, are a lethal weapon yeah. because yeah. he's an army ranger. Yes. Yep. Uh, Which we learned. I said marines, but it, he was right. in fact an army ranger. But let's talk about how the reason we know he's an army ranger because yep. the first. Like, mm-hmm. four to five minutes of this movie was a montage of stock footage of the United States military looking majestic while a, like, the authority figure had a monologue about the wonders of what Nick Cage's character. I still character. think that authority figure was Tommy Lee Jones. No. It sounded no. just like his voice. It sounded voice. nothing like Tommy Lee Jones. It sounded exactly like Tommy he Lee Jones. I'm going to look it up. nothing Tweet like Tommy Lee Jones. Tweet at us at Totes Recall Pod. Who that narrator? Yeah. <laughs> Not Tommy Lee Jones. That's part of the hashtag. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, the first opening is like an ad for the Army Rangers. Oh my god, it was amazing. Establishes that Cage is coming back from... Every, the war? Yeah, the war. <laughs> Iraq? Sure. I guess? 97? I don't know. He gets he gets yelled at for being in Vietnam or something at one <laughs> no, point. No, he said it's, it's a derogatory term. Something pussies, maybe? Yeah, I don't remember. Probably. It was. Like you that lost us Vietnam. Right. But that guy was like 18, right? Like he'd have no association with Vietnam. He was drinking Vietnam. in a bar, sure. although... Who knows if he was underage drinking or not. Right. <laughs> but yeah, uh, he was, yeah, he was too young to care about Vietnam, about Vietnam that heavily in 97. Yeah. Unless this movie doesn't take place in 97. Ooh. Though that phone seemed pretty nice. He had a phone and those pleats on those. Oh, those giant we'll get there. pants. Guys. Okay. Okay. So Cage fights people in the rain, and it's super hot. Like I said, it was. <laughs> it's super hot. What? <laughs> yeah. The okay. way he was in a... He's defending his wife. And right? honor, as Our, a military man. And unborn child. And unborn child. Ooh, right. <laughs> Which, at one point, he has a discussion with. Yeah. Uh, he gets really close with his wife's abdomen. Yeah. And then uh, she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm having a moment. Can you leave me alone? And she's like, "You're talking to my stomach yeah. in the middle of a bar." But no, she was. He was talking to her fetus. Yeah, talking to his future daughter. No, I know. But, uh, but also, she has the right to say, "Get away from my stomach." Yeah, and also, oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> Hashtag feminism. Yeah. Molly. No, I just uh, <laughs> never mind. And also, well, because is I think it because we were watching it, Beth kept saying, "What is he doing? What is he doing?" And I didn't know because she had tuned out at that point. If she just literally didn't know. Oh, oh sure. I knew. Okay. I just was like, 
I feel like he's having, it was like a weird conversation. Yeah. Well, because he was like, you're going to be Miss Alabama when mm-hmm. you grow up? Yeah. Well, God be mighty proud of <laughs> From Alabama, not Texas. I nailed yeah. it. Uh, I, I but wanna... why was there an oil rig? I don't know. And some flaming thing right outside the bar that had been a quiet oyster bar for the entrance. awesome. Yeah, because yeah. in Mobile, Alabama. Mobile. Mobile, Alabama. I'll be in the cage. Mobile, Alabama. <laughs> uh, everything is an oil refinery. Yeah. I want to raise this point about his child. Maybe is not his child. Whoa. So his wife is like not showing at all. Yes. Right? Uh, yeah, how long has he been? So oh, wait. first trimester, maybe, maybe second. The trial took a while. But like. He goes he, to prison she, three months before. No, 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 no. He, he's just coming yeah. home from active service. And that's when the bar happens. Because he's like walks in in his uniform. And that's the first time he's seen her. When was that child conceived? Let me present this to you. Okay, so he goes on leave, right? And he's like, I'm done, baby. And then they conceive the child. Then he gets a phone call. What's his, what is his character's name? You. What's his Cameron. character's name? Cameron. Cameron. This is the President of the United States. <laughs> we need your lethal skills in the war. You have to come back for one last mission. And then he murders the equivalent of Osama bin Laden at that time uh-huh. in whatever year the sixth place yep. with his bare hands <laughs> and then returns. Okay, sure. That happened. All yeah. right, checks out. Nope. His kid. Uh, but also, I didn't think that was the first time she was seeing him ever. We showed up like, like in full in his uniform, and they I had a moment, like and they played how to live without you. But it wasn't how like <laughs> I feel like she would have driven to the base. You know oh, what that's I'm saying? True. She had to work. Oh, right. Single future mother, gotta gotta work. Yeah. You can't miss that shift in that bar. Yeah, when you live in Mobile, Alabama. Thank you. And uh, the poverty levels are presumably through the roof because the oil barons have taken over. <laughs> and they just keep setting things on fire. Yeah. There was no reason for that fire. And I, it was raining. I'm going to play devil's advocate and say that that is actually authentically what those machines do sometimes. Machines. Machines. I was trying to decide between machines or mechanisms. <laughs> Screw you guys. <laughs> but I think sometimes those things actually do just spout flame because they have to like outgas it so the whole thing doesn't explode. And they look awesome. Yeah. yeah and they look more awesome. Or like, oh, look at that flame. Yeah. Like, I knew the stakes were high when I saw exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> well, not to mention you knew the stakes were high when that 18 year old smashed a bottle against the fence and oh, yeah. yelled at him from across the parking lot. Yeah, I was like, oh, something's like, going to go down. Basically, we're like threatening his wife with. Sexual violence. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah like, their whole terrifying. motivation was, like, one of the guys, the one of the dudes who was, like, at the bar, basically said, like, I have been wanting, like, in so many, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but he basically was saying, I have been wanting to have sex with that woman for a long time. Yeah. Then yeah. the cage shows up, who they are clearly married, yeah. and he's just like, hey, step off, because I want to have I've sex I've been laying the woman. foundation on your wife. Right, while well, you've been off fighting the war. Yeah, being a hero yeah. to the country. Yes, with your lethal hands. Sorry, lethal body. <laughs> lethal being. Uh, so he fights people in the parking lot in yeah. the rain. It's totally hot. And um, he ends up killing a dude by, like, jamming his uh, the palm yeah. of his yeah. hand into the bottom of the dude's nose. Yeah. And driving nose his bone. nose bone it's like, through whoop. his brain. Like, it makes a loud noise. Yeah. And goes slow motion. Yeah. That's how you know he's dead. Yeah. And then also the bartender comes out and very clearly says... Yes. He's dead. The bartender, the yeah. closest thing they have to a doctor in that poor <laughs> town. Uh, so then, gavel, gavel, gavel. Yep. 
you are a lethal weapon, you go to prison for 10 years. Yeah, I love how that was the, that was the official opinion of the court, was that because of his ranger training, yep. he, laws were not the same for him. Well, and did you notice that he was trying to get a plea bargain of up to four years? Yes. And so he could have gotten out in one because it was involuntary manslaughter. Right. But then the judge added that judgment. Yeah. So it was seven to ten years. Hence, Casey's seven years old. Because he's lethal. Ah. Yeah, because yeah. he's lethal weapon. And then. And then, boom. Con air. Yeah, yeah, it was amazingly Pretty tired. sweet graphic. Yep. The O has like a sick bird doing a raptor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty awesome. Yep. Uh, uh, so we're up to minute six yep. of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Then we cut to uh, jail. I will say, in 96, I had a better mobile phone than John Cusack did. Sure. Mobile phone. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. High five yourself. <laughs> Our palms are unwilling. Yes. But yeah, we cut to jail, and we have... An amazing montage. Maybe one of my top montages. It's, it was incredible, and I love montages. Sure, we know you do. He, Every listener of the show knows you love montages. He gets ripped. He does like uh, head head push-ups. Yeah, standing push-ups. Crazy exercises. Hands, handstand push-ups. Handstand push-ups. And then like crazy things where he like crosses his legs and then lifts his entire body. Yeah, like up. Christian Bale he's from yeah. yeah. He's basically just like, I gotta get through this to see my little girl. My girl Casey. <laughs> my hummingbird. My hummingbird. <laughs> my girl Casey. <laughs> I will say they do some character development during that montage. Yeah. Um, in between the origami and the learning, learning Spanish. Spanish. <laughs> um where uh, there's a riot, there's like a full-scale riot with flames and stuff, and he ignores it because yeah. he keeps his head down. And also, you don't appreciate it at the moment, but later you'll learn to appreciate he has almost zero reaction. Yeah. He like kind of like rolls his eyes and like awkwardly covers one ear to try to sleep while the riot happens. Yeah, he's like a little kid whose parents yeah. are fighting mm. almost. Yeah. yeah. Like they maybe they're fighting and they'll... Things will get really bad for a while, but then they'll get better once yeah. they divorce, and yeah. then, you know, you'll just... Be fine. Right. I mean, In the end? yeah. I mean, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes though, uh, other prisoners and guards uh, don't want to trouble their the other inmates, so they have all of their riots outside in the car. Uh, while the inmates can just sleep peacefully in their cells. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that sounds nicer for I mean, the inmates. Ev- right. I mean, eventually, eventually the guards and the rioters will come to and have all the inmates sit down in a common space and let them know that a riot's happening. But... <laughs> You did what? this. What, Molly? <laughs> You're talking about riots. Yeah. So is the riot the separation or the divorce? Okay. Oh, oh. Molly, come on. Just stop twisting the knife. Did you just high-five yourself for that? Monster. Monster chase. Anyway, so there's this entire thing where during the entire opening credits, Nick Cage and his daughter are having, like... Pretty are well articulated on the daughter's end, like correspondence throughout pals. their lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, penitentiary pals. Oh. I'm actually gonna high five for that one. Boom. That's a real high five. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, it didn't sound good. You can probably hear how bad it was. Yeah, it was My bad. one problem um, during that that scene. <laughs> the one. Yeah, there's only one. It's an amazing montage. Uh, is that the daughter references how she just started daycare? Yeah. When she's at the point where she can like read and write, we're real good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I think it's ridiculous. Single working mother. Let me present something to you. Daycare's going to start early. I guess maybe the family's around. Well, they so, mm, sometimes uh, what daycare workers or parents will do is they will write down what the child uh, says. Okay. okay. I buy it. 
Yeah, it's, me too. It's, I buy it's, it. it's reality. Let me present another possibility. Though. Montage is perfect. Let me present another possibility. Nicholas Cage was in the Gulf War. Gulf War syndrome is actually the result <laughs> of a series of secret genetic experiments on our brave soldiers. Yeah. Therefore, his daughter has a few tweaks in her DNA, makes her a super genius. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I also buy that. Yep. yep. Either way, I'm on board. Yep. Great montage. Great montage. Uh-huh. Then they all get on the con plane. Yeah. Okay, now we're at minute 10. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so so Nicholas Cage, he's paroled. He's just getting flown to wherever yeah. to meet his wife. He's good to go. Someone nailed that. I thought he was maybe still a con, but he's free after the flight. Yeah. Well, that was yes. Molly. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to point out, at this point in the movie, I am fully on board. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Thank you for that update. Yes. yes. <laughs> then we have Mr. Exposition himself in an amazing beige... Flow, flowing suit. Oh, it's good. John Cusack. It's so good. Like a, it's just like eight yards of fat. Oh my god, it's amazing. Probably four to five pleats per side. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You could fit at least one half more John Cusack in that suit. I mean, if he jumped out of that plane, he wouldn't need a parachute. He'd be fine. Oh, yeah. He'd be fine. Yeah. Like a, squirrel like a flying suit. squirrel. Yeah. yeah. Oh. yeah. Real high five. <laughs> uh, so he is there to tell other people and the audience that this is the U.S. Marshals plane for carting prisoners around. Yeah. Here are the following prisoners that will be on this plane. Yeah. This guy's a monster. This guy's also a monster. This guy is a different kind of monster. Yeah. One of those monsters uh, is a militant black guy who wrote a very popular book. And they aren't that keen on him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that, got weird. that was really weird. It was the... I couldn't tell how problematic it was. I don't think they could either. It was like they like it, it was instead of the Black Panthers, it was the Black Gorillas. Yes. Yeah. Just to start. But it was to be fair to the movie it was spelled G U E. Uh, like that kind of gorilla. That gorilla. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> it made me uncomfortable, right. but I can't actually articulate exactly why. Like it, it wasn't. It so seemed like blatant. they were comparing activism to like a man who had like raped twenty three women. Sure. Like yeah. to be fair though, he did kill people. Like okay. Van Rand's character killed a bunch of people. I didn't catch that yeah, part of it. But <laughs> I just caught the part where he wrote a book. Well, but that was after he'd gone to prison for killing a bunch of people. Yeah. Uh yeah. Okay, murder is not okay. It was just like it was I think <laughs> it was problematic. What? Strong what? stance from Beth. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. High yeah. five. <laughs> Oh, he was actually offering a real one. It was his right hand. Oh, okay. Uh, that was sort of, I think that, but that moment where they're talking about Bing Rain's character was like the first of many moments where it was like, it kept teetering towards becoming like completely problematic. Yeah. But like they never quite went all the way where all of the characters were like actually having explicit opinions. You know what I mean? Like most of the guards, they were just like, I'm very angry at this black militant. But they were also mad at all the other convicts. Yeah. But it was, like, just slightly tinged in an uncomfortable way. Yeah, there was, like, a... like a. It's hard, because there was, like, like too many, like, more N-words than I was comfortable with. Right. But also, they're all prison guards and convicts. Yeah. So maybe that's realistic. Right. But also, it's, like, a like a middle-of-the-road action film. Right. So yeah. it's, like, do we really need to go there? <laughs> yeah. yeah. that's. I think that's how I felt felt about it. It was, like, they didn't have to go there, and the, the way that they went there was, like, just kind of, like, vague enough to be like, why are you even doing that? Yeah. Like, it didn't feel like a point? meaningful choice. Not like, um, what was that Tarantino movie about the slave who kills everybody? <laughs> <laughs> Django Unchained. Yeah. 
But don't I'm you get the impression he did that movie specifically so he could use the N-word as much as he wanted to? That uh, is the new argument now that Hateful Eight's come out. Maybe maybe that movie's a bad example. But like there, <laughs> there, there could be a movie that drops as much uh, racially charged language as this movie does yeah. that is making a point about that. Right. And this movie just seemed to be like kind of throwing it out. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like, this is probably what prison life is like. Yeah. Like, it just didn't... And maybe it, it, it is. Sure. But this is not like Oz or something. I haven't seen Oz <laughs> either. Is that a real hard-hitting <laughs> prison drama or is that a goofball? I wonder, though, if the first draft wasn't different than what the last draft was. You mean the first know? draft was uh, where the plane is the prison, like I wanted? <laughs> yeah, that yeah. probably is true. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, they watered it down to be more acceptable, but not all the way. Mm. Oh, you think the first draft was like... It could have been racier. Hmm. Probably. So that happens, the race stuff. Um, the pilot <laughs> was put at gunpoint initially, but then they do get a convict pilot. So yeah. we were both right. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, I believe I was more correct. What was your thing? That a convict flies the plane. Uh, but they I both feel like fly it's the half plane. and half. The, the pilot is held at gunpoint until they land in Carson City, and then yeah. they get a convict plane. And he flies it the next leg. Yeah. Okay. It's like pretty split down the middle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, a relay, relay race. Yeah. So okay. Both fly one leg. A, a relay race where one of them, one of the racers, is not voluntarily <laughs> racing, but yeah, I'd say that. And then gets killed at the end. Yep. I would say you're both right. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. I had just con- I had- okay. Hmm? Great. Should yes. we check in at this point of the movie, Beth? How are you feeling about it? Uh, We're on the plane. Okay. Less on board. Less on board. Dave uh, Chappelle is made fun of the to get, Native American guy. Yeah, Ooh. starts to get uh, uncomfortably racist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uncomfortably sexist. With Johnny 23? Yeah, that... I had a really big problem with that character. He, uh, everybody I mean, should. <laughs> but I mean, what what was the point of that character? Uh, he's, like, really evil, I yeah. guess. But he... It's not... what. Okay, you know when you, like... If you build a really evil character in your story, he needs to die in a crazy way. Yeah. Or you need to feel like... Like, you get... As as an audience member, you need to see some sort of revenge. Right. We should say Johnny Twenty Three is the serial rapist Dan that, Trejo yeah, plays. Yes. We referenced the first half. Yes. And he, yes, he has a tattoo with like all these hearts on his arm, and like he's like says something about like it's closer to six hundred if you like if they really knew or something like that. Like really like t- like terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean it's awful. And then there is a female. Uh, police, yeah, guard on the plane that he like attempts to rape at one point. Yeah, like like multiple, multiple times. Multiple times. Actually, yeah. That's, that seems to be his main character motivation is to rape this female guard. Yeah, and she never gets like what I would have liked to see in this movie is if they were going to do that is for her to get her revenge somehow. Yeah. Right? But instead, he dies in the plane crash. I thought he died because she kicked the shit out of him so he was unconscious and hanging off of that. No. She, she, uh, to be fair, and I I, I agree with you, uh, I think there is a lot of her uh, being really proactive and defending herself, and at a certain point when he is handcuffed, she does get in a couple of kicks and some spitting on him and that kind of thing. Right. I think, though... The problem is, is that she's basically, her whole character is part of this plot device yeah. to show that Cameron is a good guy and that he tries to protect women. And so the fact that she does get to do a few things really felt kind of added on oh, and totally. kind yeah. of phony. Yeah. Absolutely. And that she was, yeah, that she was still undermined as a complete person. Yeah. Even yeah. though she'd have a first 
and last name, as well as a, a guard in front of it. Like, she was yeah. the most well-named female That's character right. in the whole thing. Yeah, it just, it didn't feel, it didn't, okay, it didn't feel like, like, the, the movie itself, it seemed like they were trying to make some, like, a crazy action movie with, like, explosions and, like, all this stuff. Yeah. There was a little, like, I mean, they had to know that it's, like, funny to watch, right? You can't, like, put that... There are moments in this movie that are, like, hilariously bad. Yeah. I mean, it's an absurd action movie. Yeah. And it's then, over the top. I just felt like that specific storyline did not belong yeah. at all. It's I I agree. I think it's too heavy. For what for was going on around heavy. the rest of the same movie. With, same with, like, the, the racially charged language and stuff. Yeah. It's too heavy well, for... Yeah. And then Steve Buscemi spending some quality time with a child in an abandoned pool... Which at one point I was like, is he having an illusion? Because there's not supposed to be anything around there. There's no, a trailer park. trailer park. Oh. Yeah. No, you see that at the end. But for yeah. a while it just You thought he was so like hallucinating? Certain. Yeah. Ooh, I, I would have liked that. I mean, I think that might have been better. Yeah, Steve Buscemi's character is weird. I mean, it's a weird character because he's like the Hannibal that's brought on board with the face mask. Yeah. And he killed 30 people. And he wore a girl's head and drove through three states. Yeah. But then he's also like... Like, juxtaposed with that, all that backstory, he's also the very calm, like, level-headed one yeah. who then goes and talks to the little girl in the pool. And that's he's the scene where it's like, oh, he's going to murder this girl, but then he doesn't. He's literally, he's supposed to be comic relief the entire time. Is like, he... he's not a threat at any point in that movie, except for when he's with that girl, which is weird. Yeah. I also don't know why he's in the movie. Yeah, right? Like, he doesn't meaningfully interact with anybody. I don't think he affects the arc of anything. I feel like he's like sort of supposed to be because there's some really weird religious <laughs> elements. Like yes. I don't even know. I kept. I was gonna say undertones, but there was nothing that was no. under anything. <laughs> um, yeah, there was some really weird things because you're you're kind of led to believe that he has this moment of awareness where he accepts that he has an illness, right? And uh, possibly accepts uh, spirituality into his life. It's really unclear, but I think we're supposed to treat him like Hannibal and be excited for him that he's free at the end. Sort of. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think so, too. I mean, at the end, like, the... Every... Well, spoiler alert. <laughs> everything gets resolved. <laughs> <laughs> and then it cuts to Steve Buscemi in a casino. Mm-hmm. Which... Like winning the like, craps. Yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, I feel lucky or something like that. And it's like, am I, is that supposed to be like the moment where you're like, oh, yay, he got, he got, it's supposed to be a laugh. Line. Like, yeah. He's supposed like, to be a joke. The whole, his whole character is supposed to be a joke, which but is, it's not funny. Well, right. <laughs> That goes back to what you're saying about the whole movie. Like, it's supposed to be this ridiculous, over the top thing, but they kept introducing like two real of characters for a prison plane. Where it's like, this man killed 30 people, but he's supposed to be the silly one. Yeah. <laughs> like, just like, it's like they didn't really understand what they were yeah. doing when they were making Well, movie, I think right? they just didn't care. This was probably written by like two 25-year-old white dudes. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, absolutely. I mean, maybe not. We don't know. We I can, look I'll look up. it up. But you can I, tweet at us. Ooh, yeah, tweet at, at us. Tweet at Paul. Paul. <laughs> Please Paul. add to Paul. Paul. Yeah. Our good friend. <laughs> Who dem writers? Although we have spoiled that the problem gets resolved, we've not actually talked about the problem yet, which is John Malkovich. John Malkovich. He is a great John Malkovich. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, 
nails John <laughs> Malkovich. Oh, such yeah. a good Malkovich. He's Cyrus the Virus, yes. a criminal mastermind. Yeah, he's a weirdo. I feel like the uh, screenwriters just didn't bother with his lines. They were just like, say something creepy and John Malkovich yeah. here. Yeah. yeah, especially there's one line that I don't remember, but I wish I did, where he's on top of the plane. The yep. lore. Of yeah, penal, penal lore. lore. Something ends with penal lore. Yeah. yeah, and it's like you didn't write that. John Malkovich wrote that. No, he absolutely improvised my proclivities that have become whatever in penal, <laughs> like legendary in penal lore. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, no one who created Johnny Twenty Three wrote that line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's great. So he uh, is on board, obviously, and him and Ving Rhames pull pins out of their hands. Yeah. To pick their locks, yeah. and then Dave Chappelle, who is in this movie, yes. nailed it, who does a great job of being Dave Chappelle. Yep. It's so funny to see him in a, like a, just like an action movie as yeah. just like a guy. Yeah. I don't know. It was really weird. Well, I, I really, I'm a big fan of Chappelle. Well, and it, yeah, it's and it's funny because this was pre-Chappelle show, so like he didn't have as much like cultural cachet at the time. Yeah. He was just like a gangly, funny guy. Yeah. That they threw in the movie. Yeah. And then threw out of the plane. Oh. Yeah, so he's on board and he lights the Native American man on fire and to distract the guards and then... Open the cages. Open the cages yeah. and then they and get out and they kill people. Yeah. I mean, it is crazy town and on that plane. It right. is crazy town. But you know who's cool as a cucumber? Yes, Nikki Cage. Yes, I. This is that is the moment when everything started to go nuts, and they kept cutting back to Nicolas Cage, just sort of like standing there, just looking like, you know what I mean? Like it's like he missed a bus, like, it's just like <laughs> uh, or like there's a delay. You're like, you yeah. know, like oh, we just stopped the train because <laughs> yep. there's a couch on the tracks. Like that was the face he had. It's just like Zen training uh, in prison when he was another riot. The, but they kept yeah. cutting to him. Like every time someone got shot or like thrown over a chair, they just kept cutting to Cage. Just not really reacting to it, but they kept cutting to it like it was a reaction shot. <laughs> well, he, but I mean, I think they did give a little foundation with his character when he's trying to talk down the DEA agent, DEA agent who gets lovingly frisked and given a gun yeah. on board, and later that gun is used against him. I don't know, anyway, he gets shot. Yeah. But during that <laughs> encounter, uh, Cameron, aka Nikki Cage, uh, says, you know you don't have any control over this, right? Yeah. You're not in control. He's trying so to de-escalate he was, the I situation. He's trying to de-escalate, but I think also that's like his whole, that's the only philosophy you get from him. So he, you're like, saying he didn't react because he just accepted the idea to wait for his moment. Yeah, he just had no control over what was happening. Sure. But you did expect something, something more. right? Because <laughs> <laughs> like, he is a bananas actor. And we do get an early Nick Cage Oh my god, I totally insanity. forgot about that. Uh, I think in Mobile, Alabama, right? Like when he sees his wife or something? No, no, no. no. It's when he's in, he's going, he's, he's, he's talking to the cellmate about going on parole, right? Oh, and he yeah. says some joke, and then he does this weird sort of <laughs> laugh, but it's like way too much for what the conversation is. He's just like, he puts his hand on his shoulder, he's like, <laughs> And then just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm going with the His face goes from like blank to like full cage, insane yell, yeah, cry laugh. The cage yeah. is the cage is thrown open for that moment. Ah. And we see the yeah, full that's glory. The first one you're like, yes, oh my god. I feel like his fellow actor was genuinely scared and Startled. stunned yeah. in that yeah. moment. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. would be baby O, baby O. Yeah, is that the same? That's not the same dude on the plane. That's a different... Maybe, yeah. yeah, it's the same guy. Because what it was happening was they were both going on the flight, oh, okay. but he was just being transferred to another prison. Okay. Yeah. 
So they were like being buddy buddy about it, but they were also joking like, "Oh, I'm still gonna be in jail." Blah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad for me. <laughs> Too bad for me. Oh, well. I'm diabetic. I'll just stay in jail and get my insulin. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> At this point in the movie, how are you feeling, Beth? Uh, when shit is going down, oh, everybody's dying. I mean, yeah. it was so wackadoo that I was kind of back on board. At sure. one point, it's like super violent. I mean, they, yeah. it starts off with them starting a man on fire. Right. Yeah. But at one point, they somebody takes one of the handcuffs and like goes yeah. through the neck of yeah. one of the guard. I mean, yeah. that is insane. Yeah, yeah. it was bananas. Um, so I was a little bit more back on board. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. So they land the plane in Carson City. This is the point in the movie. No, never mind. The first scene in the movie was that scene. Every <laughs> scene in this movie goes on like 20% too long. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is this, is the first half when Cage recaps the entire movie for yes. us? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He and Babyo are sitting down and Babyo's just like, what's going on? <laughs> and Cage basically just <laughs> summarizes the movie. He's like, there's a bunch of wackos on this plane. Every every crazy from here to wherever is on this yeah. plane. They have control of the plane. And we're stuck and here. we're stuck here. It's like, Amazing. Yeah, that's, it's like they anticipated cable reruns. Yeah, right. Yeah. For and now back to your program. Yeah. Oh, what's this? Oh, okay. Now what's going on? <laughs> uh, yeah. So they land and they swap. Is and that like, a commercial flight? Oh. Cage wants to get off. Right. Uh, but he's really dedicated to getting a syringe for Baby O's insulin. Because yes. he's a ranger. Because he's a and ranger. And he wants to save Lady Guard. He wants to save Lady Guard as well. Who is now yeah. handcuffed to a cage. Although he, no, he seemed like he was okay with leaving Lady Guard. Because she was like, I can take care of myself. And he's like, I don't know you can. Oh, sure. He's staying on the plane for Baby O. For Baby O. Yeah. Uh, this movie, as in all movies, the diabetes is. Just, just against science. <laughs> I don't want to say more about it. Uh, but he, for from this point, like almost the rest of the movie, he is trying to get a syringe. Yeah, yeah, that's like, true. Through, that is the goal of this movie. Through a like very intense explosion action scene on the ground, his sole purpose is to find a syringe yeah. to give Baby O insulin. Yeah. It's like I at some point he's jumping like through a window. <laughs> Everything's exploding. His People are hair back and forth, is flying through the and air, all, and he's just trying to get this syringe he found in a garage back to the plane. A like, syringe. He doesn't care about the plane anymore. Yeah. He doesn't care about. <laughs> That's why he doesn't get off, because his friend's going to die. Right. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't leave him behind. Because he doesn't leave him behind. Because he's a ranger. Yeah. yeah, it was weird. And I actually forgot that was his motivation for like half the movie. Cause yeah. Because most of the middle of him is just like him uh, doing like sweet lethal moves in very tight spaces in that plane. And John Malkovich, Malkovich chain around the plane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, they do find, oh, when they take off from Carson City... Dave Spell almost gets left behind. Because he, he was too busy hitting on a lady. He was, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, he ends up getting caught in the landing gear. Yes. And they go down Is that to, what was happening? Yeah. yeah. It was, like, not clear to it me. It was creating was, drag. Yes. Yeah. So that's why uh, they Swamp, what was his name? Swamp Man? Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. thing. The, the convict pile was just yeah. like, landing gear's not all the way up. Or blah, blah, blah. So then him and Ving Rhames and Poe went down to... Check the landing gear. Yeah. And they found out the reason the landing gear wasn't up is because a not very convincing Dave Chappelle <laughs> dummy. I mean, it was, looked like it was so clearly not him. Yeah. It looked like a school project. I just yeah. didn't understand. <laughs> I didn't understand. Like, unless they were actually on a plane yeah. and so they needed a dummy to hang out of the plane, yeah. why Dave Chappelle couldn't have just laid there in makeup. Yeah. Right? Maybe he was filming 
half baked. Maybe. Oh, he just like, like couldn't beat it. Or maybe, yeah. I mean, honestly, it might have honestly been that he was just sort of like a day play, like just like one day of filming, yeah. and then like during production, the two twenty-five year olds were like, "What if he got Connor Laney here and wrote that into the movie?" <laughs> yeah. 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 We should mention that. Uh, before Dave Chappelle gets shoved out of the landing gear, uh, Nicky Cage writes a message onto his shirt for John Cusack to yeah. know, like, the convicts taking the plane, they're going to this Air Force or airfield. Yeah. Because they put the transponder on an old people tourism plane so that they would follow the old people tourism train. Yeah, this is when... Uh, Mayor of Boston. Chief O'Brien is freaking out because right. uh, his best friend, maybe lover, yeah. has been killed. Yes. <laughs> uh... And he's just, like, he's going to blow up everything with these attack helicopters yes. that the DEA owns? Yes. He, okay, I don't think they own them. Here's what I, here's at this moment. Why is the DEA in charge? When Colmini, when Colmini picks up the phone and starts demanding Chief attack helicopters. Yes, sorry. Okay. Chief O'Brien starts picking them up and starts demanding attack helicopters. I don't care what it takes. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I had this, like, weird moment. And I wrote this down that he's basically, if Donald Trump was the, becomes president, like that's what will happen. It's like, I've been slighted slightly. Give me all the power you can muster for this one task. And then for the rest of me, I couldn't let it go. Like every time he started screaming at someone for being a pussy or being in the way, I'm like, it's the same guy. Well, there's a, there's a scene I want to talk about that's around this time in the movie yeah. where Chief O'Brien and John Cusack are yelling at each other about, I think, to whether to blow up the plane or not. Yes, mm-hmm. correct. Um... And Cusack just starts dropping, like, like philosophers, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. quoting philosophers, talking about social theories about how society can rate itself by how it treats... I, I'm, not, I'm surprised you didn't drop that, like, society can judge itself right. by how it treats there was its a, that, Yeah, that was a cla- there's a classic Cusack monologue in that scene. Yeah. Where he's just like, here are the facts. Fact number... Like, it almost felt like his character from High Fidelity, like, where he should have been looking at the camera, like, fact number one. Yeah. We have a plane full of... <laughs> And I, it felt like those two 25-year-olds had just got out of college <laughs> and were like, this movie needs to be like, yeah, we're going to write an awesome action movie. Yeah. Jerry Bruckheimer's on board. Yeah. We got all the money we want. Right. But let's make it mean something. Yeah. Like, let's just shine a light let's put some God on society. Stuff in there. Yes. Yeah. Let's put some God stuff let's, in there. Let's put in how does society treat its yeah. convicts. Let's have Cole Meany actually say something like, oh, you're saying the system creates these monsters and then chews on a cigar. And, yeah. Let's yeah. have uh, Steve Buscemi... Uh, describe most people's lives as insane and hopeless. Yeah, Yeah. there's some, like, Fight Club stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. speaking of God stuff, I wrote this uh, line down. Cage says at one point to Baby O, I'm gonna show you God does exist. (laughs) Yeah. When he's, like, like, dying and he doesn't believe in God anymore. He has believed in God so fervently. Has he, though? Yes, he makes reference to it, and we have to trust it because he only gets a few lines. Okay. (laughs) It's like a sixth of his character right. is talking about how he believes in God, and then the last sixth is how he doesn't. And so then, yeah, Nick Cage is like, I'm going to show you God exists. By fighting everybody? Going apeshit on that <laughs> plane. Yeah. I asked the question, why didn't he just do that in the first yeah, place? Yeah, right? He literally was at the back of the plane and just started screaming and swinging his gigantic Hulk arms <laughs> yes. and just went full bore through the plane up to the cockpit and, like, took everybody out. Yeah. Well, they were kind of drunk and distracted. Well, that's at true. That they were listening to Sweet Home Alabama, which Steve yeah. Buscemi pointed out was ironic because most of that band died in a plane crash. And you realize that's why they set him in Alabama. Yes, just so just they can make that, that joke. Yeah, that song and that joke. There was Turn one. Uh, that's how it goes. Fourth of July 
where um, I was at my grandparents' house in Wisconsin, and they live on a lake. And across the lake, people listen to that song, yep. uh, like, so loud that we could hear it across the lake, literally on repeat the entire night. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they were playing full of convicts that had managed to get scot free. <laughs> oh my gosh! And they were so high. Um, okay, we haven't really talked about accents too hard yet. Sure, uh, we should. I think we should get into this because I feel like Cage was not the only one that was having problems. <laughs> Cage has a very accurate Alabama accent. Ah, uh, that is consistent throughout. <laughs> Flawless. It's like he'll say a whole sentence, and then the last word has like a southern twang yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, it was like if someone who like had spent like six years in Massachusetts and then moved to the South. Yeah, like there were a lot of weird R's that felt Bostony. Right. But the rest of it was like fake southern. Do you think maybe his accent got altered because he listened to all those Spanish tapes, Spanish language oh, tapes in prison? Yeah. So like now he's got kind of like different, uh, different patois. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what happened. Uh, I'd also like to talk about uh, Chief O'Brien's accent. Yes, because like he definitely was trying to be the mayor of Boston. Some yeah. like a lot of times, but like. There were definitely a few times when he was screaming philosophy at like that he went full Irish. Yeah. Like, he just lost it because he was so <laughs> into the rage. Yeah. Like, he was so into the vein-popping Donald Trump moment that he went full Irish, and it was yeah. delightful. Molly, do you want to say anything about his southern accent as a southern lady yourself? Uh, yes. I as the just... representative of the entire South on this podcast. Well, <laughs> on this podcast, yes. No, I, I think you're accurate. It, it, was, it was very hard, and I think part of what made it hard was... Um, he just also had the accent of a much older man than himself <laughs> and one who is possibly more affluent. Yeah. It was just, there was just a lot that, that to me, and again, uh, I, I don't mean to be rude, but yeah, I, no. But I think the <laughs> Wait, daughter. Wait, rude to Cage? Well, to He's anyone, also a listener. Yes. No, I know he's not. Listen, I know I don't imagine that people are. I just, I just feel bad putting uh, negativity out there. Okay. Uh, but I will say I felt like the daughter... Go back to the Aladdin episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's really fair. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, but I thought I thought the daughter had a pretty spot on accent. Do you think she, she was just great. legitimately from I bet that she area? From the South. She was a little girl, so it's hard to judge her harshly, but not doing a great job. I With the think. acting you mean? Yeah, like there were a lot of just like crazy eyed stares, and then like, okay, go. Right. I feel like that was, I mean, maybe she was stressed for out. a lot of for for child actors. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times it's like, how good is the director? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I'm Great. sure the director was like, make crazy eyes, and then she did it, <laughs> and then all right. You but know? I felt like she wasn't like precocious and gross and phony. Right, I agree. But I think she was in part those things because she might have been actually scared. Yeah. <laughs> during yeah. a like, lot of it. Can I be done hugging this man now? Yeah. Well, she almost got her head crushed by his giant. Yeah. I mean, he's a lethal. <laughs> yeah. Two cages credit. Like accent aside, he read the script and said, "This man has a lethal body," and he's like, "All right, I'm gonna go take care of this." Yeah. Yeah. And then just like. Bulked up. He's I huge. was not prepared, and I've seen this movie several times. But like bulked up in forgot. a very specific way. Can we talk about that? Like arms. He was like a, he, yeah. He was like a equilateral triangle whose base started <laughs> right below the neck, <laughs> and then just kind of like went rippled down to his waist. Yeah. 
Those shoulders were massive. They were yeah. so big. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised he could even walk down the aisle in the center, the center aisle of the plane, without, well, like, knocking people's heads in. He knocked everybody. <laughs> well, but that yeah. was... He was like Bluto, just, like, yeah, taking people yeah, out right and left. Yeah, like Bluto. Uh, we should probably talk about that. The whole reason this happened is because John Cusack and some drug lord made some oh, deal... Yeah. Where the drug lord is going to like expedite them all to South America or something? I guess so. Wait, no, you think? Oh, you mean Malkovich? Malkovich. Okay. Yeah, sorry. It's I'm unclear. Sorry. But yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, I missed a lot of this because <laughs> the guy who plays the mysterious convict who gets on in Carson City, San, who also Sandino? played San, Santino, Santino, something like that. He was Jesse from General Hospital. Okay. Um. Okay, so a bunch of you got that reference. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, but he was kind of the pretty son of a drug dealer, was my in the impression. In soap opera? Or? No, 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 in the movie. Oh, in the movie. Yeah, in yeah, the yeah, movie. yeah, 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 totally. But then he's going to backstab him and not take him to Columbia? Yeah, he's just yes. trying to get out and get to Columbia. Because Cage is looking for that syringe, the airfield, and he yes. stumbles upon the drug guy's plane, yeah, which is he, heavily guarded. He lethal weapons them all. He, yeah, he lethal bodies uh, them all. That's a different sure. franchise. <laughs> Cage holds a gun terribly in that oh, scene. You know oh, what I think it all is? The scenes. I think what it is is like it probably really strains for him to straighten that arm out. So he's got to <laughs> just keep it. Yeah. He's too swole. Yeah, he's too swole. So he's just got to kind of like keep it like around the frame. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Nick, just keep it in the frame, buddy. <laughs> My arm's too big. <laughs> Why is he short <laughs> Uh, oh, okay, so, but that moment, after he takes out all the drug, maybe not a drug, he had actually be the son of, like, some Banana Republic, like, dictator. Sure. Because <laughs> Cusack finds a note in Malkovich's... It's Columbia. Is it Columbia? Yeah. yeah. All right, whatever. Anyway, so him and, that's when Cusack and him have his first, their first face-to-face moment. Yeah. Guns awkwardly pointed at <laughs> yeah. each other. Suit of Cusack flowing beautifully. <laughs> Tight A-frame shirt. Tight A-frame do you think that Cusack got his pants from the Banana Republic? <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, that was a personal high five. Is that your left hand? <laughs> Come on. I'm going to get a left hand high five. Ooh. Okay, so they have this moment. Uh, it's pretty good, not great. It's not point break exactly. gun level. Exactly. Where Keanu falls down, his busted oh knee God. is busted. Oh. And he's like, I'm going to shoot sways, but he can't. Bowie, he's in love please. With him. I haven't seen it. Are you fucking... You haven't seen Face Off and you haven't seen Point Break? Nope. You guys... These are the two best movies the 90s produced. I will watch Face Off. Oh, my God. You won't watch Point Break? I've seen Point Break. Oh, my God. Right. Okay. I'm not a monster. (laughs) Wait a minute. Okay. Speaking of Cusack, though, in that entire sequence at the airfield, so many close calls, like cartoonish yeah. pratfalls, where he almost gets killed by chaos. And he's always like popping his head yeah. up somewhere, and then the plane is right there. He gets yeah. buzzed, right? He gets Mom? buzzed, yeah. And a jet, a jet engine hits him in the chest, yeah. and he's got like a comical burn mark on his white yeah, shirt, on his true. white flowing shirt. Yeah. And even the shirt is probably could be cinched up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a lot of close calls for Cusack. But yeah. he's sneaking around. He's doing a good job. He actually is doing a good job. You guys, he, we don't even know all the things he's capable of. At first, your first hint is Marshall, that he can, The Marshall character. John Cusack's character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the first you see him drive a car real fast, you're like, okay, well, that's cool. Yeah. But then you start seeing him dodging stuff, and that's pretty cool. The best part comes at the end, and I'm going to hold on to it. His oh. philosophy is cool. His also. philosophy yeah. is cool. Right. His style is... Cool for 97. Cool for 97. Is it... Ah, uh, probably. Probably. We'll have to look that up. I mean, I thought it looked pretty cool. 
how yeah. his pants like blew in the wind. <laughs> yeah, Just how he like, could hide an entire assault hair. rifle in yeah. one leg of his yeah. pants if he wanted to. It's no uh, Roadhouse pants, though. I don't know if you guys have seen Roadhouse. I'm trying to remember the pants. I mostly focus on this area. Yeah. I'm, I'm gesturing to the Swayze chest. Swayze right wears a white suit with maybe 20 pleats in it. <laughs> it's so good. Cage is a little bit like Roadhouse Sways yes. in that he is very zen yes. and also BA. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, you can tell Cameron Poe could definitely be the bouncer at that crazy bar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I believe I made a promise about a vintage car. You yes. Did? Oh. That so was Donald then, Trump's car? Uh, yeah. Yep. At, with license plate as Kicker. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. K-I-K-R, is that correct? Yeah. 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 And Z's yeah. for as. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's a family film. Yeah. Yeah, they hook. (laughs) The car gets accidentally hooked up to the plane and then is driven away and explodes, and we all get a good laugh. Yeah. Because Chief O'Brien was such a. D. D. Mm -hmm. And now his car's all messed up. Yeah. Well, there was a pretty good one liner from Cage. Oh, yeah. From inside the plane. Something like. any other day, that'd be unusual. <laughs> and then the car tries to buzz the tower, yeah. but instead smashes into the tower. Yeah. And then lands right in front of Chief O'Brien, yeah. LOL. But don't worry, guys. Eventually, John Cusack and uh, the mayor of Chicago become friends. Boston. Boston. They become friends. Sort yeah. of. They have, like, I think, a grudging they have understanding. An understanding. They have a respect. It is an accelerated... Oh, I guess I didn't need my car that much. Well, that's great. That's true. I give it a. I call it professional respect. Oh. You know what I mean. And all John Cusack had to do to gain that respect was to hop on a. Oh my God! Yes. Hop on a motorcycle and chase down a fire truck. Yeah. And fly his own helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The oh. ending action sequence of this movie is fantastic. So good. Oh. Okay. Okay. Screw the rest of the movie. Yeah, we know Cage. We know Cage goes insane. We know he hulks out and proves to Baby that God exists <laughs> by just ripping the plane apart with his bare arms, yeah. and then convincing Swamp Thing to try to land. But it turns out he has to land because the engines are fucked up because Chief O'Brien tried to Donald Trump helicopter yeah. the plane. So now one of the engines is taken out and they're out of fuel. So they have to. They land. hit the Hard Rock Cafe. We should put that in there. They're yeah. gonna okay. They're gonna land in Vegas, which Molly points out. Like Swamp Thing is like, we gotta land on the Strip. There's no way. Or by land, I mean crash. And then Molly pointed out, like, there's literally desert everywhere else. Like, they could just veer the plane slightly and land where no one is instead of potentially killing thousands. They probably kill a lot of people. I wrote that down. I just wrote, Vegas, a bunch of people died. No question. (laughs) They went right down the strip. (laughs) Vegas, colon, a bunch of people died. And bunches underlined. It is, correct. (laughs) Yeah. So they crash into Vegas. Yes. All of Vegas. All of Vegas. I mean, extensively. And like, the Hard Rock Cafe is just the opening yeah. lob. Yeah. And, and then you think everything's great. They won. Kind of like the end of Speed, which has, like, another false, yeah. like, 20-minute mm-hmm. ending. Yep. yep. Uh, everything's fine. Uh, they very quickly bring Cage's family to the scene. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's playing Just Crack. Quick, get that uh, wife they? and daughter out there to meet Cage, who's still technically a convict. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of other convicts on the plane. Right. It's dumb that they're there. Yeah. But anyway, everything's not okay. No, because as Cage seems to be wrapping things up and everything's fine, Johnny 23 is dead, uh, everyone else is in a jail truck, Cage is about to see... A crimer 
Crimer vehicle. Sorry, the Crimer, Crimer land vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> Cage is about to reunite with his wife and daughter. He does yeah. reunite with them. No, first Not he's got to leave no man behind. He's got to leave no man behind. Oh, jeez. This movie is exhausting. It's so good, though. Who, wait, who actually realizes that... Malkovich is still Cage going. Cage sees him Cage yeah. climbing. They both see him on the right. zombie, like on top oh. of the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Climbing on top of the right. fire truck. And they independently, that's what I love about the team. They independently <laughs> decide to go commandeer police motorcycles and then have a moment together. They're just like, we're doing this. Because yeah. Malkovich and Rames have stolen a fire truck. Malkovich, Rames, and Swamp Thing. Yeah. Because Swamp Thing is the universal pilot. That's right. Yeah. You can drive it. Uh, yeah, they when they ho- they both hop on the motorcycle at the same time, and then they look and they see the other ones there, and they kind of like just give like a a nod, like yeah. okay, let's get them. Yeah, um, it was almost like, a, are we doing this? Yeah. We're doing this. Yeah, and then they tear out and they chase it through a tunnel. <sighs> Uh, they have to climb on the back of the fire truck. King Rams has, for some reason, put on a firefighter's jacket. <laughs> no, well, he's undercover, probably. <laughs> he's wearing... Uh, oh, Everybody ooh. has an axe. Wait, okay, this yeah. part comes... To, this part, before they get on the truck, though, this is the MVP of the movie, besides <laughs> Chief O'Brien. The MVP of the movie for me was what I, what I refer to as hose cop, because two legitimate motorcycle cops also join Chase. Yeah. Uh, and Malkovich turns on the hose and starts spraying everybody. And they cut to this amazing close-up shot of one of the cops reacting before the hose hits him full in the face and he backflips off his motorcycle. That was that actor's one moment and he killed it. I have a different Uh, MVP, but I don't want to derail the ending. Okay. Well, and I also want to point out the two cops that gave chase, they made sure to have a shot where a donut with a bite out of it gets dropped. Cops and donuts. I wonder if that was tired in 97. Wasn't it tired in like fifty seven? <laughs> <laughs> still do it. I still see it now. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Kate climbs onto the fire truck, <laughs> and then Malkovich tried to stab him with like a fish like hook a or something. Pike thing. Yeah. yeah, it's like a boat hook. It must be know. used for firefighting. Right? Firefighting. It looked like like something you would keep next to your fireplace to like. Heat oh, up a fire. yeah, but a giant one. Yeah. Do you think firefighters are doing that? Like sometimes they have to heat it up. Yeah, they're like, like heating up the fire. I guess it's the same idea. Like you want to move a burning log. Oh, sure. there you go. It's probably yeah to move. There you go. That's burning. probably what it's for. Great. Tweet at us. What with that fire hook? <laughs> yep. Uh, Cage breaks it in half and then stabs Ooh. Malkovich through the ankle entirely. Oh, it's real gross. It's real rough. It was brutal. All of us made a noise. Yeah. yeah. Just oh. Like, we should point out that at this point, Cage, when he raged the plane, he got shot in the bicep, did not even feel it. Did not flinch. <laughs> did not flinch. Has now bandaged that arm and is still swole as shit, pulling himself up onto that fire truck. Yeah. He got shot when he was showing Baby O that God exists. <laughs> My favorite part of that end sequence, though, is someone's on top of the fire ladder that's extended after the tunnel. Oh. Malkovich. Malkovich. Yeah. And it hits... Like a skyway, yeah, yeah. And he flies through it, yeah, into power lines, <laughs> yeah, which explode with sparks. <laughs> I don't even remember. And then right. falls and then, in a head crusher. Well, I mean, it's not designed to crush it. Yes, the only thing that yeah. they could be designed <laughs> falls to into do. a machine that none of us could really identify. Maybe it's a rock crusher. Sure. I thought he was on a, like a conveyor belt. A conveyor belt that then brought him up. Yeah. And he falls off. Yeah. Lands perfectly so his head is within the rock crusher. Yeah. And then. I have no idea why they fill in the blank. Yeah. 
Why is that rock concert like in the middle of the Vegas what? Strip? The, right. what? That's very confusing. There's so much. Yeah. I just want to say, I've seen this movie multiple times, and I did not even remember the getting on the motorcycles oh. and chasing down a fire truck because in the scheme of the whole movie, it's so inconsequential. Right. Yeah. But in the scheme of the movie's enjoyment, so consequential. Oh, so They're important. Like, we got I mean, even more money. Let's just oh, throw another... Speaking of money. Yeah. yeah. Money is... Oh, oh that's right. <laughs> they cra- the fire truck crashes into an armored car. Yep. And maybe some fire hydrants. Who cares? And it's just it's just raining money down the field. Explodes. And what happens in that raining of money? What? No one remembers. No. Oh. Tell us, Beth. <laughs> She's too excited. She's got to take a minute. John Cusack. Oh and yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick Cage. Oh. Have a moment quote. and shake hands. Yep. Oh. Yeah. They yes. shake hands. Stop high-fiving yourself. I would have high-fived you for that I one. I have never seen this movie. No, that's, that's still I mean, I knew when. I, like, I feel proud of myself. You right should now, be. Yes. I, I feel proud uh, that I got two meaningful glances. Yeah. I up yes. the bet. Yes. And there were two of them. Yes. yes. Close-up face conflicts is what you predicted. What? You said I thought that's two, what I predicted. Someone predicted two close-up face that's, conflicts. That's me. Not face conflict. No, mine was the... You weren't listening. Oh. Well, Dan. Anyway, they were, Dan wasn't listening. Dan wasn't listening. Oh, all right. It's okay. Yeah, I know. It was. It was like he feels conflicted on the inside, and yeah. it's close up of his face. Yeah. But, oh no, yeah. I wanted but to do two of the meaningful looks. That's what she was. saying. Oh. I was saying. Oh, quick oh, okay. shout out to conflicting faces, though. We're jumping like forty-five minutes earlier. Cage kills a guy in the belly of the plane, comes back up, sits down, looks in horror at his lethal hands, and it is an incredible acting moment. Yeah. It's pure Cage. It's so good. Yeah, just like, okay, my hands just killed someone. I'll look at them. Yes. Nailed but I mean, it. if you were like sitting around thinking about, I want to do a scene, and the two actors I want to choose are Nick Cage and Steve Buscemi, Yeah. and the opening shot is of Nick Cage looking at his hands. Yeah. I mean, it just writes itself. It sure yeah. does. It really does. There's another amazing hand acting on from Cage, where literally only his hands are in the frame, where during the... He's trying to get a syringe. Yeah, during the him getting a syringe, during the sh- with the shootout between Con Air and the police, which we didn't even touch on, but who cares, <laughs> uh, Nick Cage is trying to pry open a door, and we can only see his hands and his swole-ass arms, <laughs> and the thing he's trying to pry with breaks, and then we see his hands reacting to, like, really? Kind of, like, frustrated shrug, and it was so unnecessary... But pure, beautiful, uncut cage. <laughs> yeah. I want to talk about my uh, MVP, MVP. Please do. Which is the uh, pilot who can't give them a plane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he said, busts into the hangar and is like, I need a chopper or a plane or anything because he's got to follow the other chopper people right. who are going to the wrong place. And the guy's just like reading the paper and chair. He's like, hey, I'd like one too. There's none left. And just like flips the next page of the paper. <laughs> He's but he's nailed. sitting next to a plane. Yeah. It's so confusing. There are planes in there. That yeah. dude should have been played by <laughs> Harry Dean Stanton. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That would have like just like a just nice elderly man just like, hey, I I'd like a plane too. Yeah, he knocked it out of the park. So though. good. Yeah. That was my MVP. Yeah, him my, and Hose Cop should hang out. My MVP is the old man who is hiding underneath a <laughs> <the> truck. Yes. <laughs> because that actor oh. got underneath a truck yes. for that shot. I mean it was amazing. It's authentic. It was real authentic. Yeah. Like, good for him. Right? Yeah. I mean, and he's credited as man under truck. 
<laughs> Sorry, old man. That on the is track. amazing. Oh, he's oh. defined by his age and location. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I'm like, right? Oh, what are you, John Cusack? <laughs> Jesus, just took sociology. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you Agent Larkin? Larkin. Ah. He never I, said Larkin. He never even tried to put an R in that yeah. name. Yeah. Well, Agent Larkin, there's two people I trust. One of them's me, the other one's not, not you. you. Okay, so the yeah, he says at one point that he only trusts two people and one of them is himself, and yep. then later he trusts three people and one of them's Agent Larkin. Oh, yeah. The second one is never named right, but it no. is Jesus. I hope so. Like it right? has to be, or God. Well, it could be, but I also think it, he references his dad and what oh, his dad taught him. Right. So I assume it was his dad. I th- yeah, I thought it was his dad. I assumed it was Jesus. Well, it could be his father in either a spiritual yeah. or a uh, literal way. Oh, nice! Sure. But there was definitely a, like his studio mandated, God, a studio mandated, or Robert McKee uh, insisted line at the end when John Cusack is, or no, when. He's like, no, nah, I trust three people, Agent Larkin. And Cusack actually is like, is one of them me? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah I mean, that was unnecessary, right? <laughs> the ending credits of this movie are like the opening of a sitcom. Yes. <laughs> the movie finishes, and then we see just little vignettes <laughs> with some sick <laughs> guitar. <laughs> over. Uh, all the characters are doing the thing where they like turn towards the camera and like give a little head shake or not. They're like smiling. Yeah. yeah Even like the every, yeah, every was, cut was them the moment of levity of their character. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was so weird. It was very weird. <laughs> Molly, you uh, were noting every time there was some sick guitar riffs how you were bored. <laughs> yes. And, like, the music was timed perfectly to bring you back in. Uh, it was supposed to, but, but I just work. felt like it was It was just so well-timed. I was like, oh, this must be where they were bored, too. And they were like, bring in those sweet right. guitar right. riffs. And, I mean, I got really bored with explosions and exciting things. It was just too much sometimes. Okay. In my opinion. Do you think they just needed more shots where his hair responded to the situation? I mean, honestly, I feel like the shots of him, like, looking into the sunshine and his hair flowing were some of my favorites. Yeah, no question. Why do you think they let his hair go that long? I think it's to show how far away he was from the military. Yeah. Okay. Because, like, when they first cut to him being like, Dear Casey, I'm in jail for seven years. His hair was, like, a little longer. <laughs> yeah. But not, like, crazy long yet. Right. So I guess he was just, like, he didn't give a shit for the whole time he was in prison or something. I just feel like if you were, like, so military mm-hmm. that even if you were in prison, you would still get a haircut. Mm-hmm. But the it's not military, like they don't give you a haircut. BBO would have given him a haircut. Yeah. The military, is all, they also have barbers in prison. Yeah, I mean, you can just get a real haircut. Listen, as far as I know, he never left that cell even during a riot. That <laughs> was true. a dog when. Yeah, uh, gas was a dollar three. I, wrote that I down. love that you wrote that down. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Your wife also loved that you wrote that down. By the way, <laughs> she looked over at you with affectionate confusion. Yeah, it's probably because my dad writes me letters on a regular basis and always notes gas prices. <laughs> Like where he is, or just in general? Where he is. Oh, okay. He doesn't give you like a chart. No. Okay. I'm sure he would be interested in that. Sure. Yeah. He lives in California, where it's much higher. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That it's higher in California. No. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, No, I love that he writes gas prices in there. I feel like that's one of those things that you can like look back at a letter and be like. Oh, look gas. at how cheap gas was, or whatever. Yeah. Mm. Then I'll read them during Fury Road times and be like, Yeah. 
You, you had money. Now I have to give over lizard pelts. For guzzling. Yeah. For guzzling. Yeah. Before we get to our to rating, we have our ongoing segment <laughs> that I introduce poorly every time. Right. Uh, if you like our podcast, and we hope that you do, you can leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher, but please tweet at us if you leave it anywhere other than iTunes, because we won't look at it. Uh and that includes if you leave reviews in not America iTunes. Well, actually, now I'll get them. But Whoa, we got what? really we got a review from Australian iTunes, Whoa. which we're very thankful for, and we'll read in a second. But we also it's you don't get those. Like if I go to iTunes and I click on the podcast and I look at reviews, yeah. I'm only getting America really? reviews. Really? Isn't that weird? Yeah. And so you can like. Uh, alter the URL to look at the other ones, but you you'd have to like hack around. Oh, weird! And now I subscribe to a service. Very important <laughs> to know. So I'll see reviews and in international reviews. reviews. Yes, okay. That's awesome. We've gone international, but I won't see Stitcher reviews. So <laughs> still tweet, tweet at us. Still, still not a us. service for that. Tweet at us here at Stitcher review. Yeah, here at Stitcher review. <laughs> anyway, we read uh, in the accent of someone from the movie or Nick Cage. Right. Uh, might I'm, be the same. For can I make movie. a request? Yes. Can I make a request that Molly Chase do her best Cameron <laughs> Poe impersonation? Uh, I will double down on that request. <laughs> okay, I'm going to try, but it's going to be really hard. Okay. Can you get me started? He start, he's like, uh... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now remember he's from Mobile. Mobile. Okay. Mobile. 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 Uh, hilarious. Oh, this is an iTunes by Va Brown eighty nine from nice. Australia. Oh, nice guys! <laughs> I discovered your podcast two days ago, and have now binged on every episode mm. of movies I have seen. <laughs> must <laughs> must now watch all the other movies. So I can laugh my way through all the others. I have literally snorted and giggled out loud on public transport, drawing <laughs> the stairs <laughs> and suspicious looks of my fellow passengers. I've made myself late for appointments due to my inexplicable need to finish each episode. Molly's mood swings and Jaquette's laugh give me such joy. I can't wait for more episodes. Heart love from Australia. Yay! <laughs> that was so worth it. Thank it you. So that was one of the hardest things yeah, I've ever thank done. You. Oh my god. Oh, that was so hard. That I was such like... a nice review. And what do you mean, mood swings? <laughs> <laughs> I especially like how you didn't start with a southern accent and then it kicked in. Just like authentic cage. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, was perfect. That's compliment. <laughs> Uh, so now, what did we think of this movie? Oh, uh, Beth, Connor. you gave it uh, four, and you said you would laugh, cry, and high five us. Four okay. Kramer planes. Four Kramer planes. Please. I did laugh. Yep. Yeah. I did not cry, but I got very mad. Probably yeah. cried on the inside a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I high fived myself. Which I wasn't. I feel like that is disingenuous because I feel like you were meant. You, you said you. I would high five you guys. Yeah. Oh, I know what I said. Okay. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> this is just my prediction. Oh. You guys are attacking me for a prediction that I made. Patriarchy. Yeah. Molly's not attacking me. <laughs> She's on one of her upswings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
what is a crime or plane? Yeah, four crime or planes. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. I. Uh, I don't know how I felt about this movie. Like, I there are a lot of moments that I enjoyed, but in general, I didn't really like the movie. Mm-hmm. Um. So if I were to give the movie a rating, I would probably give it two crime or planes. Whoa. Ooh, yeah. Uh, I might give it half of a crime or plane, just for the laughs. Mm-hmm. So sure. Like two and a half crime or planes. Okay. I I mean I would watch it I would watch it again with people. I would never watch this movie if it was like on TV by myself. Not even the motorcycle scene. I guess like specific scenes. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say like just I... in general though, I just was like not really I didn't let I just really was turned mm-hmm. off by a lot of the uh uh like just unnecessarily things in yeah. it. Yeah. If you were flipping through and like it happened to be you saw them getting on the motorcycles or, like, they were driving into the plain boneyard. Would you stick around for that part? Yeah. I feel like the beginning, I thought was good. Yeah. They get on the plane. It got real weird. <laughs> and then, like, the ending was really entertaining. Anytime that I could see cages flowing locks, yeah. I would for sure stop. Agreed. I mean, like, in my tracks, stop. <laughs> Stand still in the middle of your apartment. Yeah. yeah. Realize God exists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so two and a half Crimer plays. Nice. Wow. Great. I gave it four. Um, I feel I feel kind of similar to that uh, in that there were some parts that were great and then other parts that were very problematic. Uh, but still overall, I was really on board because even – most of the problematic parts, I was enjoying uh, how bad it was, like, on multiple levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them I was like, no, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, so I think I'll drop that to three and a half, a three and a half mm-hmm. Crimer Planes. Okay. I still enjoyed this movie. Yeah. Molly, you mm-hmm. gave it, uh, you, your instinct was to give it four, but then you wanted to hedge your bets down to a three. So yeah. that's, three is your actual bet. Yeah, it's so hard because when it first started, I would say those first five minutes, I was like, this is a five crime or plane yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. And then it did. It got into some really problematic parts, and we didn't even get into all of the prisoners and all the problems, and it's exhausting to think about. Um, yeah. But then I'd forgotten about the motorcycles, and that was cool, too. <laughs> so I would like to give the first ten minutes and the last ten minutes... Five crimers. Okay. <laughs> and then I'm going to give the middle part like one or two crimers. Mm. And so let's add in the vintage car flying and that joke. And I think we come to three and a half crimers total. Okay. Good math. I think good that math. checks out. Yeah, Thank check you. Out. Thanks. Yeah. Girls can be good at math. <laughs> I wasn't even. What's happening? Oh, the movie does not pass the Bechdel. Oh, oh, not yeah. even remotely. It, it tries. There's it tries more where more than one named female character. Yeah, there's a moment where Cage's wife talks to the daughter and it's like, "Are you excited to see?" Or not even excited to see your dad. It's just, "Are you excited? You look really pretty today." And before she can react verbally, Cusack <laughs> comes in with his flowing suit and interrupts them. Yeah. That's closer than other movies we've watched. That is true. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) almost a pass. (laughs) Uh, Molly, you did say this was a feminist movie at some point. I did? Uh, I I forgot why. She says something about... Oh, Cage uh, starts beating up the what's-his-face, 23. Johnny 23. uh, And says, you do not treat women this way. way. And he said, see, this is (laughs) pro-woman. Yeah. 
So uh, no problems at all. No this problems great. at all. Yeah. Yep. Dan. Yes. You uh, wanted to give it three and said it was not face off. Oh, I guess we should talk about how we compare this to face off, but maybe this will happen. <laughs> <laughs> what did I give it? Three. Three crimer planes. Yeah. yeah. Basically, it's not going to be good as face off. So three crimer planes is the official number that means it's not as good as face off. Right. Yeah, I'm giving some of your... I'm I refreshing mean, your memory on yeah. some of your justification for three crime planes. Okay, then that would be correct. I will stick with three crime planes. Because I am with you that I think maybe because I saw so many, like, you know, naively written action movies throughout the 90s that, like, I also, like I enjoyed most of the problematic elements simply because, like, they're there. Yep. And it's so absurd that, like, everyone's just like, this is fine. <laughs> this is totally all right. Just throw it in there. Face Off didn't have any of those problems. Right, of course. Face Off had no issues with uh, the treatment of women or the sexualization of anyone. Yeah. But it's still a better movie, by far. I agree with that. Yes, thank you. Uh, Face Off is crazy amazing. <laughs> it's crazy amazing. And like the problematic elements of that mostly fall under Nicolas Cage's original character before he becomes somebody else. For those who haven't seen it, he's supposed to be like creep supreme, and he's the one doing most of the problematic stuff. You're kind of just like, oh, but all right, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like he's the one who's being creepy the whole time. Like no one else is really creepy or like demeaning to anybody. Yeah, it doesn't feel like the the movie as a whole. Yeah, is tr- yeah because in that movie, it's literally always Casper Troy <laughs> uh, who is being a super creepo. I think. If I remember correctly, he's the only one who's ever like, I'm being gross to you, another human being. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, what a roller coaster. Yeah. It was, a, it was really a roller coaster. <laughs> Emotionally. It had its ups and downs. Yeah. Like a plane. Oh. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Crime or plane. Crime or plane. Flying crime around. Crime. Committing crime. The plane's committing <laughs> crimes? Yeah. That's the... Like, you know how a lot of movies that we've watched then have like a Disney spinoff? Like Beetlejuice? <laughs> yeah. Or, I don't know, Aladdin, I think, has one. one. I think Aladdin's got one. (laughs) Aladdin probably, yes. Yes. Uh, Uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, does that have one? Yeah. What, spinoffs? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sequels, is that what we're talking about? We're just talking about sequels? No, like a a Saturday morning cartoon spinoff where all the characters get changed. Like, Beetlejuice is like the good guy and he's teaming up with... Chinatown. Chinatown. Silence of the Lambs. But in this one, the plane, it's an anthropomorphic plane character. JJ the, what did you call it? JJ Jet. That's an actual cartoon. Oh, oh really? But he's Conair. Yeah. That's the backstory. Of that <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. JJ the Jet. He's plane. the jailbird. And it's short for considerate air. It teaches you manners. Oh, oh that'd be amazing. Oh. Do you think? Oh, real high five. <gasps> Left-handed high five. Burn it down. Burn it down. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Totes Recall. New episodes drop on the 15th of every month. You can find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Totes Recall Pod. Subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. It helps more people find the show. Totes Recall is hosted by Molly Chase, Beth Gibbs, Dan Jaquette, and Dan Linden. Produced by Beth Gibbs. For more information, check out noisepicnic.com slash totesrecall. <laughs>